Welcome to the first episode of season two of Everyday Ecclesiology. I'm Daniel Greenhall. And I'm Desiree Greenhall. And our goal in this podcast is to explore what it looks like for members of the local church to be faithful members of one another. I didn't say I'm that right. I'm pretty sure you said layman before. Yes, layman within the local church to yep. be faithful members of one another, of the same body of Christ. Yeah, I didn't have the notes in front of me. So I didn't your know. eyes were closed and you're trying to do it yeah, from memory. Yeah, I was trying so hard. But I'm yeah. like, it's been so long. Are you going to remember? Yeah, I said members twice, which sounds awkward. And I'd worked so hard. To like, ooh, I just tapped. Oh, you can hear the, probably hear the taps. Um, I, would, I had worked so hard when I actually wrote it out to make sure I didn't get that in there. But now I did. Now you heard it. That's um, okay. So we're back. Uh, this is, like I said, first episode of season two. Um, we're a little bit tardy, but we've had quite a few things going on that yeah. <laughs> kind of prohibited that. Um, so... This episode, this show would normally have four seasons. No. Let me start over. This show would normally have four segments. There you That's go. That's very different. Yep. Um, first is who we are, and I just introduced ourselves. We did. And then we'll also talk a little bit about what we're doing, uh, basically like five, ten minutes or two to five minutes, depending. It's not really timed. Sometimes it ends up being more. A little bit about what's been going on in our lives, how we're either serving in the local church or what we're doing at home or what we've been enjoying or if we've watched anything uh, that is worth sharing, then that'd be pretty cool. But not what we're reading because that's number four. That's the fourth segment. That's oh, what we right. close with. Yep. Um, so that leaves segment three, which is what we're learning, which is not really going to come into play this week because I didn't prepare um, like a formal, um, not lesson, lesson isn't the right word, uh, a, a formal rundown of what we've been specifically learning but we are going to share a little bit of an, an update basically segment two is going to get stretched into three and then we'll close with four okay hopefully that wasn't confusing but if it was it's okay we're about to start so yeah. what's new with you desiree uh me mm-hmm. i don't know uh, uh cooking cleaning you got a little something Oh yeah, yeah. Over the summer, my I just gained some weight. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's, it's kind of bad. You're gonna have yeah. to lose that. By and like now the weight's November. like kicking me and going all crazy. Yeah. And yeah, I- I'm giving you till November. Okay, I'll lose it by November. Okay, I'll lose it right before Thanksgiving, and then I'll pig out. <laughs> yeah, that's what'll happen. So yes, we are expecting uh, another child. We're not gonna reveal gender on the podcast, just in case. Some people listening to the podcast don't want to know gender, which I respect. There are some people that don't want to know the gender, so that's fine. Uh, but we're expecting another child who will be coming. By Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving. Yep. So we're looking forward to that. Um, and that has caused a couple of delays in getting podcasts set up because yeah. we've had a couple of extra doctor's visits uh, and one surprise doctor's visit that was a lot of fun on a Sunday yeah. night. Um, also, I've been, another thing that's delayed the, the start of the podcast for this season that's been going on is I took a new position at work to where I'm now a third shifter, which I swore for years I would never do, uh, yeah. but kind of had to eat my words when I realized that it might actually work pretty well. And so far, we actually do like it quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I did too, because I always thought I would hate it yeah. to have a husband that was working third shift. Yep. When we but... got married, you were like, you never do third shift. And I'm like, agreed. I never want to do third shift. And we were <laughs> always set. We're never doing yeah. third shift. We're like, I don't know how people do it. It's crazy. It's stupid. It can't be wise. And well, you might have not said it wasn't wise, but we didn't think it would be. But it's working well yeah. so far. Yeah. yeah. So far it works pretty well. It's I work four days a week. Well, technically I work zero days a week because I work nights, but I work four <laughs> nights a week. But somehow it ends up seeming like I have four days off, depending right. on what happens, because yep. I work Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday night. And one of the stipulations of taking the job was that, well, since if I'm working 
Saturday night, I need to be able to get enough sleep to be awake for church on Sunday. Right. To be able to serve faithfully within even the, the assembly of the church. Though we know that serving in a church isn't limited to Sundays, serving in a church does often include Sundays. Mm-hmm. And if you are part of a church, that means you are gathering with the church because that's what a church is. It's a gathering of people. Excuse me. I think you'd do fine on Sundays other than the yeah. one time that you came home at 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> one time I decided, you know what, I'm usually off at 3, but they need the help so I can stay till 5. And then it came around to 5 and I was like, they need the help so I can just stay till 7 and stay up and it'll be fine. And I got home and I got everything ready. I was feeling pretty good in the morning, drank a little bit more coffee, uh, like my morning coffee like I normally would mm-hmm. that day and got to church and sat down. And then as soon as I sat down, I was like, oh, no, I have made a mistake. Yeah. Plus, it's always a little warm in the uh sanctuary auditorium auditorium yeah and so that made you nice and cozy yeah it was like throwback to college (laughs) yeah i felt like i was in college again just struggling to stay awake for a message and i was like i do not miss this i do not want to be sacrificing so much that i can't stay awake for a message on sunday and to be awake enough to converse with people before and after the service so i don't do that but normally i'm off at 3 a.m which gives me like five hours ish of sleep yep Normally, right now nice we're on a slightly long... different service schedule, but yeah, about five hours of sleep, so I'd be and fine. And a nice long afternoon nap, mm-hmm. too, which we took anyway. Everybody always does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also get to go in late enough um, on Sunday nights that I can be there for small groups, or if we ever institute an evening service again, then I, I'd be able to move my hours and, and work a little bit later on Sunday night, so I can still be there and awake <laughs> for the gathering of the local right. church and even uh, be able to lead small groups like I have been doing. So. Yep. The schedule has actually worked out pretty well, uh, and then I get off on Sunday, on Monday morning, and then usually I'll take just a couple hours of sleep and then stay awake for most of the day, and then get a good night's sleep on Monday night and be good to go. Yep. And I'd be back on like a normal person's schedule. Although have... usually a nap on Monday too. You're... Sometimes. You kind of need it to catch up, I think. Yeah. If you didn't take one, I probably wouldn't, but if you're yeah. taking one, then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to I go probably will have to take naps until like next April. <laughs> yeah, probably. And I don't mind. Uh, but it'll be nice, too, once the baby comes that I can be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and even home on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. But those days I can help take care in the afternoon while you take your nap still or yep. maybe a couple naps in the morning or something, too. I'll, pl- I'll schedule the middle of the night feeding for right when you get home so you can change the diaper. Oh, yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> and burp. Yes. Yeah. If I'm here burp. at three, if I'm home at three, then I can help with stuff, too, before I go to bed. Yep. I don't mind that. Especially if I can sleep in a little bit more. <laughs> so that's been... Uh, a significant change, but it's one that's worked out well. And I think that'll help us uh, get this podcast out on Thursdays is when I'm planning to post it. Although, well, you'll know when this one gets posted what day I posted it on. And that's the day I want to continue posting it on. <laughs> so go. I'm hoping to have it up by 5 a.m. for most of the because most people aren't starting work before 5 a.m. or aren't needing a podcast for the day before 5 a.m. So that's yeah. like a good time during Except the day. Except for the crazy moms that are like, I start my morning routine at 4.30. It's true. But then it'll be up in half an hour. Yeah. They'll be fine. So then anytime during the day or throughout the week after that, I mean, you don't have to listen to it on the day it's posted. But yep. that's what we're shooting for is 5 a.m. on Thursdays, I think, because then we can try to record on Mondays. If that doesn't work because I'm tired or because something else comes up, then it's okay for us to record on Tuesdays, which is what we're doing right now. Hopefully Tuesday afternoons, they might work pretty well. Yep. If that doesn't work, we still have Wednesdays. Uh, and if that doesn't work, well, then we can record on Thursday and get it posted late. Yeah. But we have we have plenty of opportunities. That's like the latest in the week. So. And hopefully we can work ahead yep. so that we don't have to take a big break in November yep. for when the kid comes. Yeah, we have a pretty big backlog of catechisms that have been building up that we can... Uh, work yeah. <laughs> through and probably sit down and record a couple of those at a time 
Uh, yeah. That way it's uh, ready for the people and they're not, I mean, I'd post them all at once, but then there's just a, you get flooded with the yeah. same thing and then it's not easy to just see it in your, you well, can like, schedule when it posts though, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'll do. Yeah. But like if I just posted them all at once, then some people's podcast app are different and I'd be interested to hear what podcast app you use and how it shows like a feed to like, because I use Google Podcasts. And so then I just, every podcast I subscribe to, it just shows up like a news feed so that I can yeah. scroll through newest to oldest. Oh, yeah. So then I don't even think about pick, other... clicking on one and going to older episodes that I missed. I just mm-hmm. scroll down until I find the first interesting one that I want to listen to or the yeah. first pertinent one to what I'm looking for. And usually, so if I posted them all at once, then those would be way down in that news feed. Right. But I know everyone uses the podcast app differently. But we'll just save those up for posting when you're um, recovering. Um, what else? We took down a tree and yeah. by we, I mean, not us, somebody else. <laughs> uh, there was a, a tree in front of our house that was pretty cracked and it was starting to get worse. It had made it through. Well, most of our listeners are from Iowa or know what's going on in Iowa or went on in Iowa. There was a derecho that went through last year. Land hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it tore up some of the trees. Um, but our tree, obviously every tree that's around here right now survived it, but it made a crack in the tree and that crack was starting to grow and we were pretty worried that when winter came water got in there and froze since Mm -hmm. water expands when it freezes it would push that crack apart quite a bit more and if it fell i mean a 70 foot tall tree on our tiny 864 square foot house yeah uh, it was not going to be a very fair fight (laughs) and the tree was probably going to win so we went ahead and paid to get that taken down but uh through the process we got to meet our neighbor yeah start a relationship with him which was nice uh, even if it's just through paying him money, it is getting to know him a little bit and knowing, knowing that he takes down trees. And we've been able to chat a little bit since uh, before, during, and after the tree was taken down. Um, so it's also a blessing how the Lord has chosen to provide uh, finances for that because that did cost some money to get a tree taken down. Yep. Um, and we were a little bit worried because our first est- estimates were coming back really expensive. And so I would already looked at options to take out a loan to pay for it and get the loan paid off. I explored taking a loan out of a 401k or uh, there were a couple other options I had looked at. Um, but uh, the Lord provided uh, far and above in ways that I didn't expect to both lower the cost of taking down the tree and provide extra uh, monies to, to pay for the tree being taken down so we could just pay out of pocket. So it was a huge blessing to not only have the tree down, but to see the Lord's abundant provision even through something so simple as a tree that he chose to grow in front of the house. Yep. So uh, that's all taken down. So we're a little bit, quote unquote, safer, even though safe is always a relative term. Yeah. Uh, but it is one less thing that, that I think was helpful to take down that is taken care of. So yep. that was taken down and got to meet a neighbor. That was a good time. What else? I mean, we've had all summer. Cars. Yeah. Cars we were, cars were crazy. Cars. <laughs> we keep losing cars too. Yeah. So we... In the oh, span of one week, two cars broke down while I was driving. Yes. And Daniel, I think, was just a little frustrated that I wasn't being as protected, I guess. Yeah. So he surprised me with a car at the end of the week. (laughs) It was fun. Uh, Yeah, I was tired of my wife not having reliable vehicles. And because I was, we are, we're in a position that I could provide safe vehicles, more more than one safe vehicle, because I have mine, but she can't drive stick shift yet. Nope. You're working on it. We haven't worked on it in a while, though, since you're pregnant. Yeah. It was probably, I don't really want to stress you out while you're pregnant. Yeah. It'll be fine to work on afterwards. Yeah. We'll find a babysitter for the kids because I think that always makes me a little more nervous to have kids in the back seat. Yeah, it makes while sense. While I'm driving, even though we're on back roads, like there's still things you could potentially yeah. hit, or I mean, or just hitting the brakes too hard or yeah. whatever. Yep, it's a valid concern. So we'll find a babysitter, but um, we got uh, a vehicle that should last us a little while, up to three kids. So 
plan it for the future a little bit. Yep. Much as I like to get you a small, fun car, it was <laughs> nice to get you a slightly bigger uh, 2016 Ford Escape for anybody that's curious and wants to know. I always want to know when somebody says they got uh, a I new guess car. I you would, yeah. Yeah, I'm the type that's like, what did you get? Why didn't you tell me? But so there it is, 2016 Ford Escape. Um, and so we're driving that, and that one already broke down. <laughs> yep. It was like, that's okay. Was it like a week and a half after? Yeah, like we didn't even have plates on it yet. Yeah. And I was coming back from work at 3 a.m., which is when I get off, uh, and it died. I was I just pulled off the interstate, and it was, like, struggling to stay alive, and it died. And I was like, ah, oh, great. So I nursed it back home, but it's fixed again, and it was a, a fairly common um, issue with those engines, and I was able to get it repaired for a couple hundred dollars, which yeah. is still a couple hundred dollars, but it's a lot cheaper than repairs can be right. So I'm very thankful yep. that we were able to take care of that. And now we have two, quote, unquote, safe Vehicles. I keep using that word. Sometimes we're going to have to delve into what is safety. Yeah. Or I think that'd be an interesting more topic. More reliable. Yeah. Shouldn't break down any second. Yeah. So that's taken care of. And our vehicle should be good for the winter. Had them inspected and good to go. Now we just yeah. got to keep them clean and don't have to worry about trees falling on them either. That's true. It's also nice because we parked also where the tree was going to fall. Yeah. No more of that sap. Yes. Ugh. Oh, sap on cars. Sticky. Like for one, okay, my car is a black car. If you've ever owned or driven or seen a black car that wasn't washed every 10 minutes, then you know they get really, really dirty. Yeah. My dad, growing up, uh, he would get white vehicles, and he said that white was better for hiding the dirt. And I was like, that's stupid. What do you mean white hides dirt? Any speck of dirt, you see it on white. And then I got a black car, and then I looked at it, and you see every speck of dirt because everything on the black looks white. Especially after having a white vehicle yeah. for a while and then i look back and i look at white vehicles and i'm like oh that looks pretty good i walk up to it i'm like oh there is quite a bit of dirt on here but the white hides the dirt yeah. wow maybe my dad actually knew what he was talking <laughs> about and i was just a fool and i was uh, but it was cool i was like well okay i like my black car it looks good but i do really have to keep it clean yeah so uh where was i going oh there's fuzzing i think that was my headphones oh did you i got distracted cord i bumped something i think i was stepping oh. on it so we got vehicles um, after lots of them breaking down, I, we didn't tell about both of them breaking down. So we were driving one car, um, like halfway to Illinois and then it to get rid of it. Yeah. I thought you said you put I your phone did. on silent. I did put it on silent. Hang on. Okay. Why is it on ring again? Cause your finger touched the wrong I think button. it took it off ring. Well, work needs help. Yeah. We were driving yep. the white one to actually get give it back to the person that gave it to yeah. us. They, they had asked, and I was like, yeah, for sure, you can have it back. It's still running fine for me. I mean, some of the minor things had gotten a little bit worse, but it wasn't too bad. But then on the way there, it like decided to almost self-destruct. Yeah. It was having some troubles, so it broke down on you. We made it there, but with one extra problem, we don't know what happened. But yep. it was there, and then he ended up having to get rid of it. It didn't help him at all. But we got to meet up with him. He was able to get a little bit out of it, which was a bummer. I was, I was sad that that happened. I felt bad, but... It broke down on Desiree, of course. She was the one driving because she couldn't drive my car. Stick shift. Yep. But we should have taken the... Well, but then even yeah. then the Grand Marquis would have probably broken down on the same trip. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been crazy? So we were telling ourselves on the way there, oh, we should have taken the Grand Marquis so that I could drive the unreliable one that we mm -hmm. were giving away. And then Desiree could drive the Grand Marquis, which was fine. Um, but then a week later, less than a week later, it was like oh, almost exactly a week later. You were driving the Grand Marquis, yep. and you were leaving a church picnic, yep. and then all of a sudden it started making a really loud noise. Yep. 
And the best way I've heard this described was by a friend of mine who said it sounded like a 1930s John Deere or like a Johnny Popper. Like oh, it was okay. loud. I just thought it sounded like like a belt flapping around. I was worried that there was like a cat that got stuck on something. It was getting flopped around under the hood. Funny you mentioned that. Really? I have a relative who started up her car and there was a cat under the hood and yeah. she heard a really loud and she adopted the cat. Yeah. Oh, the cow's still alive? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, the cat survived. Yeah. I believe. But I was, because I was the one driving the Grand Marquis when it mm-hmm. started making that sound. I hadn't gone over like 10 or 15 miles yeah. per hour. I hadn't done Just anything pulled out of a parking crazy. Lot. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yep. Thankfully, there was a church family all yep. right there. So I had my pick of the last to who to call over since Daniel yeah. had just left for work. Yeah, I was already at work. So. I got a call from my supervisors. Uh, they they called my phone where I sit at work now, and they said, hey, your wife called us. Apparently, she tried to call you. You should probably give her a call. I was like, oh, dear, because I knew you were pregnant. And I was like, oh, what happened? But no, it was just another car breaking down. Yeah. But thankfully, it was like a safe breakdown, not yep. on the interstate with a bunch of cars or anything. So. Again, if, if you're a car person like me, I'll tell you what happened. A spark plug had blown out of the head. It was a 4.6 liter Triton engine, and they had like two threads to hold the spark plug in instead of like 12. So they just didn't really really want to hold in there very well, and they had a problem with blowing out of the head. So that's what happened. And when that happens, you have, uh, well, the engine makes lots of little explosions, and now you have a giant hole right above that explosion, so you can hear every one of them in that cylinder. Uh, yep. uh, so it was pretty loud, but we got that fixed too, so that one's good to go. And so now we have three fairly reliable vehicles. So if one breaks, we still have a backup. Yeah. And hopefully they all break on me, not you. Yeah. So that but was... you, with you driving more often, that should probably be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got vehicles. That was another exciting thing this summer. Um, I played more disc golf like normal. Yeah. We played in the same tournament I played in last year up at IRBC at Camp Iowa Regular Baptist Camp for a men's retreat. I went up and played doubles. And you got a worse rating last year, but there was like three times the amount of people playing. It was a much bigger so. field. Um, but we, yeah, we did. We played better than we did last year. Yeah, you year. played better. Yeah, I yeah. played a lot better, and my partner also played pretty well. He hadn't played in a couple of months, so he was a little rusty. But it was good to go up there and um, not only throw the disc with a with a couple of friends, but also uh, chat with them the whole time. The guy we were with um, uh, did a really good job of like, yes, we're here playing a game, but we're also here to like spend time together. Um, encouraging one another so asking about hey what are we learning uh in our devotions what has god been teaching us was the question that he he posed and it was great to just yeah we're we're throwing but then it took my mind off being competitive in the game right and it's like yeah i'll throw but i'll chat about other things while i'm throwing and not worry about it because who cares if i lose i'm gonna lose anyway i'm not that good (laughs) and we did but it was it was definitely worth it i was like i'll sacrifice a couple of strokes under par for this so it was fine it was good and I, I really enjoyed the time up there to be able to go to men's retreat. With church family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including the coffee run afterwards. That was nice. It also downpoured and power went out. That was cool. Yeah. And you had just, like, you packed your, when you were packing, you packed a pen flashlight or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, you're such a guy. And then you texted me and said, well, the power went out. I'm like, I bet you're glad you packed the flashlight. Yep. Because so. as soon as you don't pack a flashlight, you're just like, I'm not going to need this. We're at a camp with electricity. And lights all over the campground. Why would I need it? Then you need it. It reminds me of the one time I camped junior girls, like as a junior girl camper. Mm-hmm. And one one of the girls had brought handcuffs. I don't know why. But I mean, she she was the type girl that was like a farm girl. And it didn't really surprise a lot of us. But I always, I just remember her pulling them out of her suitcase. And I'm like, what? I was also the kid in junior high who packed all 17 of my knives. Which isn't allowed at our camp. It wasn't allowed at ours either. 
Daniel. Yeah. I didn't say it was a good idea or a wise idea. I said that was what I did. Mm. I was also the one that found loopholes and everything, but that's that's for another time. We can address my heart on another yeah. podcast. I did not camp ladies retreat or yep. women's renew. Yep. They changed the name, but that's because I'm pregnant and I knew I was going to be exhausted and have a hard time walking around. So. And you can have someone babysit Sophia, but you can't have someone babysit the Next unborn child. child. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we did that and we didn't do that. Yep. Uh, what else? There was a couple other things I wanted to mention that I thought would be pertinent and helpful. Uh, nope, that wasn't it. <laughs> I was going to mention our, our services changing times at church because it is kind of pertinent, but not really. Oh, we were able to teach in Kids Bible Club. Oh, that yeah. That was what it was. Yep. Uh, that was pretty fun. We didn't have to do it, uh, record ourselves because the year before. Yeah, that's right. We had to um, that's how we started make this videos whole thing. of ourselves. Yeah. And then right after that, we started podcasting and probably got comfortable being in front of audio recording yeah. equipment. Yeah, a little bit. We're still getting but. there. I'm being comfortable. I'm currently slouched over, hunched over in front of my tiny little wobbly mic stand. Oh, well, you're thinking physical comfort. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. more mental. Yeah, I guess it but. is a lot better. You were pretty nervous the first time, but yeah. it's nice to... But anyway, uh, teaching for Kids Bible Club. Yes. Um, that was pretty fun. They did a little bit different theme this year. Do you want to kind of describe what they did? Uh, not so much the theme, but is how they went around teaching. Excuse me, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They had the lessons planned out and they made sure to... Um, instead of just, okay, today we're learning about Goliath, it was more of, here's the verse, and we're going to sit down with the kids. Mm-hmm. And it was divided by age groups, so you could teach more appropriately to their age. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just worked through the verse, studying it like a Bible study mm-hmm. every evening, basically. So it was really good teaching them the observation, interpretation, application method. There wasn't quite enough time, but it's a Wednesday evening when you're dividing it between games and snacks. And also attention span on the ages of kids that we were dealing with might not have helped. Because like for our group, we had the oldest kids, the Mm -hmm. oldest kids for the young kids that are in Kids Bible Club. Um, And so for them, I was I could have used a little bit more time and probably held their attention and been yeah, able to answer true. their questions a little bit more thoroughly. But for the younger, like, what is the youngest age? Not twos and threes in there, but... Uh, I think probably, f- yeah, four. Four. So four and, is the youngest, yeah. probably. So for them, it was it was pretty well, like, they could walk through the verse, they could say it together, and they could listen to a song that teaches it yeah, by Slugs and Bugs or something. that's true. I didn't think about yeah. the fact we had the oldest kids. Yeah. So maybe they could have extended their game time and given us a little bit more time while they had a longer game time. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice to especially even be able to, to divide up between age groups because the older kids I was able to sit with, and we would re- I would have somebody read through the verse, and then I would tell them what I'm going to do as I'm well, – I had already prepared ahead of time. But we would read through – and then I would tell them on their own to look through and circle or highlight or mark, notate somehow, um, anything that they didn't understand, whether it be a word or a phrase or the way a word is used, um, any, anything you have a question on in the verse of like, even simple, like, I don't know what the, what the word juxtaposition means, and the word juxtaposition is in scripture, but yeah. um, if they would have a word that was used, uh, or if there was a way that the word was used, what, is, what does salvation mean in this context? Like, mm-hmm. is it talking about being saved from hell or is it being talking or is it talking about like um, in Noah's time, people were saved from the flood? Mm-hmm. Like, is it talking about their eternal soul or some um, current like physical um, deliverance from something? Yeah. Or even something as simple as what is this pronoun or referring mm-hmm. to? Yeah. And some of them did have those questions and it was mm-hmm. helpful to be able to, when they have a question, ask someone else in the group if they can answer it. 
mm-hmm. because a lot of some of the older kids might be able to help the younger kids answer a question because there is still a little bit of age range. Or some of those that might have had a little bit more schooling might be able to help those that have a little bit less schooling. And I only had like two grades different. But at that age, two grades can make quite a bit of difference in reading and comprehension and yeah. understanding of words. And just to teach them that scripture is not too hard for us to Correct. observe and interpret. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't always have to go. Like, it's helpful to go to some other resource yep. or person, but you don't have to to be able to understand scripture. Yeah. And when there were questions of what does this, I know what these words mean, but what is it actually trying to communicate in this sentence? Sometimes mm-hmm. they could look at other um sentences within the the, uh, the section of verses there to understand what the author was trying to communicate. And that was our goal, was to understand, okay, what was the author trying to communicate to the original readers, and then what can we learn from that? Oh, am I still tapping? Yep, you keep tapping. I keep tapping. Oops. Um, and then after a lesson time, they would have a really fun activity-ish yeah. where they, a person, yeah, they a regular it. member in the church would um, was mm. already pre-chosen. Yeah. Beforehand. They would dress up. They'd dress up as a particular missionary and come in and have a script. Like missionaries throughout history, too. Yeah, throughout not just current ones, although yep. there were some current ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell their life story type of thing that yeah. also uh, had ways that applied to the verse that we yep. had worked through that evening as well. Be able to explain and, how God had used uh, them in their mission field throughout their life. Yeah. It was good. The kids really enjoyed it. Whenever the missionary slash teacher would call on a kid to answer a question or something, the kid be like, wait, how do you know my name? Uh-huh. <laughs> it kids are smarter than I give them credit for. They yeah. find loopholes like I do. But yep, It was a good time. The kids enjoyed it. And it was uh, helpful for me even because I don't know that much about missionaries throughout history. So I was yeah. able to learn some of my missionary history. That is one thing. Like I may not be good about history in general, as the mm-hmm. average kid, but our curriculum really did well on missionary stories. Like there's yeah. always, we were always okay. learning about different missionaries and things. So I know a lot of the missionaries. That is helpful history to know too. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so that was Kids Bible Club. I really liked the structure of it. Yes. And then there was able to be a pizza party at the end that kids always enjoy, that they were able to work for. Yep. We were able to help out a little bit with earning points towards as well. Oh yeah, because we quoted, we had to... They, the kids were lagging behind a little bit on yeah. the points, and everybody knew that they wanted a pizza party, even even if they weren't able to get enough points. So they're like, hey, any of the, of the helpers want to memorize the verse? And it yep. ended up just me, me and Daniel yeah. to memorize it. And yep. so we sat there and awkwardly quoted it, but it was good for the kids to see that adults memorize scripture, too. Yep. So And then we're not perfect at it either. Nope. Yeah, just... well, there was a pause there. Yep, <laughs> when there was we were definitely quoting. a pause. We got through it. And it was helpful, too. Um, so that was Kids Bible Club. Is there anything else that we can think of from the summer? Kids Bible Club was the one that I was thinking of that we had yeah, missed. it's a big one. Obviously, Sophia's growing up. She's getting pretty big. Yeah, she's a full-blown toddler now. Yep. Really working through how to parent and lead well mm-hmm. through that. This led to some good conversations with guys at work, too, who've asked me questions about parenting. And I was like, amen. I don't know it all, but I can share what I have heard from other older men. Yeah. I always have a hard time knowing how to respond when people are like, wow, she's so good because I live with her. I know yeah. that she's a sinner just like every other kid. Yep. I think I usually just say, I'm glad she was a blessing for you or yeah. something like that. Yeah. because Well, I mean, I was usually pretty good in public. Well, not usually. I was sometimes pretty good in public. And it's easier for kids. Some kids' personalities tend toward obeying very well in public. Pleasing. Yeah. Being a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's not going to hold up all the time. 
at least in our experience. Um, but then like if she is good, then we want to praise her for that. But at the mm-hmm. same time, we know that right now her heart is still corrupt and yeah. doesn't really love the Lord. And if she does obey, it's not because she wants to please the Lord. Yeah. You, am I wearing something funny? No. Okay. You looked at you looked at me funny like I was tapping again. I wanted to make oh, sure I was safe. No, sorry. Okay. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we're, we're working through parenting still and I'm excited for, I'm glad that we're not doing it on our own, meaning we have scripture, but also I'm glad that we're not doing it on our own, meaning we're not without other wise older men and women at mm-hmm. church who we can chat with. Yeah. And even I have a couple of Christian friends at work that I can chat with on break time, say, Hey, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing for devotions with your kids? What do you guys do for disciplining kids? What does this look like when this comes up? How in the world do I do this? That type of thing. So yeah. it, it's pretty nice. I enjoy it. Well, I can't think of anything else. So I think that's going to pretty well conclude our our intro, our welcome back, our start of season two, kicking it off with a not a bang, but there were lots of bangs in the cars over the summer. To see that we were back, maybe we'll see how many listens we get to. Not that it's about the listens, but but it'd be nice to get it posted and get the start. We're going to be. I forgot to mention this as well. We're going to be every other week. I think that's. I can't. I think we were weekly last time. Yeah. But for right now, we're going to shoot for every other week. Oh, that's news to me. Yep. Because, I mean, with all the stuff going on with you expecting pretty soon, yeah, doctor's appointments picking up for that. That's true. Your doctor's appointments are every other week. So this will unclutter every Soon they'll be every, every week. week, though. Yep. In like four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So doing this every other week for a while. If after birth, we're like, hey, we have plenty of time. We yeah. can go to weekly. So we maybe like after Christmas, we'll reconsider. Yep. Yeah. But for now, we're going to be every other week. Sorry that this podcast tends to jump around in frequency. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully you have your, your feed set up in your podcast like mine where you'll see it when it gets posted. Uh, and we'll we'll try to keep you updated on frequency when that changes frequently. Yep. All right. Um, what are we reading? Finish with that. Oh. Uh, We've read a little bit. Yeah. I think this summer I've listened more than I've read. Um, and I haven't branched out much past... Uh, fantasy yeah it's been a little bit yeah i need to, i need to somebody needs to just tell me hey read this book and i'll read yeah. something that's not fantasy but i've read the hundred cupboard series you had the whole thing I i'm getting the whole there series you haven't finished oh you still have the prequel slash i'm still finishing book three the chestnut oh, really? king yep oh wow i still have my bookmark in there unless sophia pulled it out she probably pulled it out probably a while ago um, she probably tried to put it back in too wing feather saga i think i've read that during while we were podcasting last Spring. I think you would finish yeah. it, yeah. Um, and then right now I'm reading... Listening to? Listening to <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yep. Because I've never read slash listened mm-hmm. to those. I've seen the movies, but obviously everybody that's read the books said the books are better. But I really enjoy that because that helps me keep a good daily routine of cleaning up cleaning oh, up the yeah. house every evening. Because I'll just turn that on after I put Sophia to bed and my brain can enjoy itself while my body does the work. Yeah. Uh, I had I read quite a bit of Hundred Cupboards. I'm still on book three. I didn't re- I haven't read that one in a while. Um, what else have I been reading? I haven't read that much. I listened. You started listened to just some Outlaws of Time. Yes, you've really st- been into ND. Yeah, I because w- but the library doesn't have all of them that I wanted to yeah. read and listen to. So I read Outlaws of Time book one and half of book two, and then I had to return that one because we had some being gone for sickness, leaving work. Didn't tell about that either. Got to make another trip when I was forced off of work for a little while. Oh yeah. Um, that wasn't too long. It was like a week. Um, but then I had to return that one and didn't check it out again because we hadn't been going back to the library for a little while. So and you then have I've a been lot reading. Of yeah, 
that would and then bug me. 31 Ways to Be a One Another Christian. I've been reading oh, that one yeah. for our small groups now. Yeah. So still reading through that one. That one's pretty regular because... I really I enjoy that one. I really like mm-hmm. the layout. Yeah. Definitely a good family devotional type of book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do a full like... I'll add that to a what we're reading once I finish it and do like a quick overview of it. Yeah. For a what we're reading. That's a good idea. Kind of like a books and business sort of what we're reading. If you listen <laughs> to Thinklings, you'll, you'll get that one. Um, but just a quick like what I think of it, what I think would be a good use for it. Um, that'll probably be it. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's something else I'm reading, but I'll have it in the notes next week. That's what I get for ri- not writing down notes this time. But I'll have it on notes next week. Um, and hopefully I won't have to lean over this little bitty mic stand next time, but we'll see. And we will, will we still be in catechism? I forgot to include that. Yeah. We'll still, I said we got a backlog of those. I guess I did say that. Now I'm just repeating myself. Now I'm just sitting here thinking about all the different topics we could think about. Yeah. I'll have to tell you about them when we finish. Yeah. This. Oh, I did. Um, one thing we're going to do that I want to do that I'm working on that I might be able to have a couple of people chat about, but at least I, I know I can chat about and have other people I can chat with. Um, even if they don't end up being on the podcast, other people that I'll use as resources. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a short, like, I'm not sure what I'm going to call it yet, but a, a, a layman basics. Like, what should every layman in the church be doing? Mm-hmm. Why is it important? What could it look like in their lives? Um, so, for instance, reading scripture. Like, reading scripture isn't going to make you grow. We know that from Pharisees. They read, they didn't actually grow in their love for Christ and their relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. But reading is an essential part of growing. Right. You're not going to grow to love Christ more if you're not thinking about reading, intaking his word. So yeah. reading the Bible. His communication yes. to us. <laughs> yes. Um, memorizing his word also should be integral. Um, mm-hmm. So what could that look like? Um, attending church, like we're, we get that, meeting with the assembly. If an assembly doesn't assemble, it's no longer an assembly. So right. actually assembling with your church family. And there are a couple other things that I think we could include and, and branch off of that. I'd like to be able to chat a little bit about Bible translation, um, but I don't know if that would really fit or if I could get uh, an, enough research and enough careful um, presentation done to do that yeah. because I could step on some toes and I don't really want to unnecessarily offend someone. It might be easier to have a, a visitor. Mm-hmm. Guest on a guest on for that one. Yeah, and I and I and I know a couple of good ones that could speak very well and and better and know quite a bit more than I do. I just don't see how that would be a basics though. Because everyone basics. has to read the Bible in some translation. Oh, oh, that kind of. Tra- I was thinking translation from like the English. No. Or from the original manuscripts to Chinese or no, something. no, no, no. Okay, that makes more sense in my mind now. Yep. Um, and how we can approach which translation we choose and we can take into consideration factors like what we're used to, which is helpful, mm-hmm. um, what other people in our church use. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're on a podcast called Everyday Ecclesiology. We want to focus, uh, give intentional thought to the local church. And I think that should even play a role in what translation we choose. Now, it's not the deciding factor. If I went to a church where everyone used as their study Bible the message, <laughs> that would probably be an issue. And I wouldn't choose that as my own or if person- they preached from the message bible yeah like specifically um then i wouldn't necessarily say that's what you should choose And i'm not even saying that you should choose whatever the rest of your church chooses maybe the rest of your church chooses one thing and because of that you should choose something different maybe but um i think it'd be a helpful consideration there are several other things that you'd want to consider also like accuracy to what the authors intended is pretty important the original authors the pen of the greek which was inspired by god so but we don't want to talk about it too much now. I don't want to cover now. all of it now. 
So I think that would be an important one. And there are a couple other things that I've got jotted down on a, on a note in Google Keep that I can that we yeah. can chat about. So I think that would be a fun other little mini series um, to chat. I feel about. like we've hit a fifth segment. What we're gonna be teaching or well, maybe learning. it's an intro segment these things are fluid it's okay <laughs> they're fluid yeah okay with that we're gonna wrap it up we'll get this posted and hopefully you're pumped and ready and psyched for season two of everyday ecclesiology yep until next time bye bye <laughs>